Just really quickly want to sum up the difference between Rule 8 pleadings and Rule 9 pleadings in civil procedure. Rule 8 pleadings are your basic pleadings. Uh, those are going to be the uh, short and plain statements uh, to state your claim with facts matching up into the standards of law, the application of law, the elements of the law. Rule 9 pleadings end up having a higher, high-end standard where you need to be more particular with your pleadings, and this is going to be for instances of fraud or mistake. For our class, we're only focusing on fraud. So Rule 8, lower standard, pretty much everything goes underneath Rule 8. Rule 9, higher standard, any instance of fraud, claim of fraud, needs to be pleaded with particularity, which means you need to state things more specific. And specifically, you need to share the time, the place, and the nature of the fraud. And our case to illustrate this was Stratford versus Zurich Insurance Co., where the insurance company is claiming an instance of insurance fraud. The thing is, is they didn't point to what specific instance could have been the fraud. And you just need to be more specific to show that this fraud is actually going on. You need to say it with particularity. So, for example, a good way to picture it is if you're just listing all your factual allegations, your very first part of the pleadings, and then you've got your claims for breach of contract, uh, violation of torts, whatever it might be. You get down and your last thing is fraud. Well, then you need to circle back up to those factual allegations and say, at this time, at this place, and in this way, this person tried to defraud me. And in this insurance, co uh, insurance claim, what they would have had to say is he had violated his insurance by claiming that uh, the damage had occurred underneath the policy, but in fact it had occurred prior to the policy actually being reinstated. And so that's how a Rule 9 works. Those are our only two rules that go govern the pleadings, Rule 8 and Rule 9. There's a lot more details to come, but ultimately that's our review and overview of the two rules for pleadings in civil procedure. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Law Schoolers. Before I let you go, there are four things I want to say. The first thing is if you enjoyed these episodes and if you enjoyed the website, I would invite you to go and join Law Schoolers Pro. And you can do that by going to lawschoolers.com slash join. It's a way for you to support us, but there's also a lot of features there that I think you will enjoy. Second thing is that nearly all of our episodes are unedited. The only ones that aren't are pre-law materials. And the reason for that is so you can actually see the legal material in its raw form as I'm learning it as well. The third thing is that the information contained in these episodes are specifically only for educational purposes. They're not to be used as legal advice. And with that, the fourth thing is if it is used as legal advice, we are not liable. That is, law schoolers is not liable for any legal outcomes. Thank you again for enjoying the show. Have a good one.